Hey, welcome back to another episode of Sidrid's podcast. I'm super excited uh, to have Chris Burden today. He's an entrepreneur and also the owner of Chosen Homes. We're going to get to know him a little more today, but yeah, super excited, guys. Uh, Chris, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. We, we, we made it. it happen after all the tech problems here, but yeah. I, I know. We're, we're, we're real estate guys, not tech guys. <laughs> well, I'm, exactly. I'm trying to be a tech guy. <laughs> we, we will. Hey, so tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, and what do you do? So I am Chris Borden, uh, been in real estate for um, just over five years now, um, Navy vet. So I was down in Virginia uh, for four years. Um, when I got out, I just got into real estate because I had bought a house while I was in. And um, God, this is the corniest thing, but my realtor had the car that I wanted. And I was like, okay, well, he can afford the car that I want. So he, the job must be good. I had nothing else planned. So I got my license, started working at the same brokerage as him. Um, and my broker just kind of took me under her wing. And um, I was only an agent for eight months uh, before I found real estate investing. I, I represented a client where it was a three month closing. It was a headache. I mean, the water was shut off during our inspections. It was, it dragged out. I made $900 on this deal because it was just so cheap. And the whole time the guy's giggling because he's going to make $70,000 on the flip. And he kept on telling me that. And I was like, okay, I got to go home. I got to Google real estate investing and I got to learn what this guy's doing because clearly he's doing something better than, than me. And um, I, I stumbled upon a, a Max Maxwell wholesaling video. Um, looking back, I think it was like his second or third video. Um, so he was really just getting started on the content side of things. And um, yeah, I took that, ran with it and just brick wall after brick wall until I figured out how to wholesale. And then it slowly rolled into this. So interesting, man, because you have people that hate flipping, right? Mm -hmm. And then, but you know, like what you say, it's so true. You know, real estate is not like selling sunset. You know, there's, there's so many sides to it and so many angles uh, where when you start, you know, your commission may not be great and you may only be doing rentals, right? And yep. imagine working three months for a $900 commission. <laughs> so thank you for speaking <laughs> the truth. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, people don't realize all the intricacies that come with um, real estate. They, they, or, I mean, really it's just a struggle too. Because even me, I was like, oh, nice car, works at a nice office. All he does is walk around and show people houses. I was like, oh, that job's cake. It is far from that. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, especially when you're young, generating leads is, is no easy task, man. I mean, even asking your family members, it, it's like they're probably your biggest supporter. Your uh, close network is probably your biggest su supporter initially, but it, it's tough. It's a grind, man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but seems like you're doing well. I've followed you for a couple of years on Instagram and, and socials. Uh, you're doing a lot. You're doing a lot of like renovations, flippings. How has, you know, tell us the, the good parts about real estate, how it has impacted your life. Um, 
Man, that's that's a, a heavy question. I, I mean, it's changed my life. Um, I I don't think I'm the same person after getting into real estate as I was, um, because it just takes an entire you know mindset shift to be in this business for a, a long period of time. Because you're changing from a, a, an employee mindset to an entrepreneur, whether you're a, just an agent or really anybody in the, the real estate space or industry, you are some sort of entrepreneur. You work for yourself. You have to generate your own leads, like you said. You have to be in business for yourself. Um, so a lot of self-development um, that has has pushed me to become who I am and and you know, obviously the, the financial side of things, you know, there aren't many jobs where you make a couple of phone calls, go take a couple pictures of a house, and then you make $10,000. Like there's, <laughs> it, there's not very many things like that. So, um, yeah. I mean, do you do wholesaling too? You do a lot of I wholesaling? I do, I do. Yeah, that's, that's really the backbone of, of the business. Um, as soon as I learned how to, uh, you know, I watched that Max Maxwell video, it took, so it took me, you know, three months to close that deal, made $900. And then I decided, oh, with this $900, I'm going to go learn how to wholesale. Well, then it took me six months to close my first wholesale deal. So let's just say the credit started up here. And by the time I closed the deal, I, you know, I was looking at like a 520 credit score because not many bills were being paid during that time. So that's, yeah, um, <laughs> it's the harsh reality, right? I mean, yeah. Uh, and you get a you lot of flexibility stuff, with the real estate. You get so many benefits, but what people confuse is that you're kind of like working 24 seven, right? Mm -hmm. Especially you got a deal that you're working with other contractors or other professionals. They'll call you like, I don't know. I was speaking to another real estate agent and he's like flipping socks, man. You know, like I had, I had like contractors, plumbers calling me at 5 a.m. bitching and moaning to me. <laughs> and I'm like, I, I so get that. <laughs> On uh, one of my houses, I had a uh, I had a, a plumber come through to fix a leak in the tub or something like that. What was it? A leak in the shower. And when they went to um, snake the drain, they drilled straight through the the drain pipe. And so that they texted me a picture. They said, Hey, something went wrong. They texted me a picture and it's from down below in the den. And there's a drill bit, like a, a four or five inch drill bit into the ceiling that they had plugging the hole that they had busted through the pipe. And just oh then they send me a, I was like, what is that? They send me a video and it's just water pouring through the ceiling into the den. They're like, oh yeah, uh, something happened. I'm like, I was paying you guys like 250 bucks to come out and fix a, like a clog drain or whatever, whatever the issue was. And they just destroyed it. <laughs> they ended up fixing the problem for like $2,500, but never patched the ceiling. So not only did I end up having to pay way more to get a problem fixed that wasn't fixed, but then I had to go back. I'm, I'm sanding the ceiling down. I'm patching up the ceiling. So patching it up. yeah, you got to find the find the right people that's that's one of the key things absolutely absolutely so wholesaling seems like it's the backbone of chosen homes yep yep um wholesaling uh and and we're working our way into into flipping more um 
it, it all kind of plays into the the larger DAO structure that we're that we're building for the blockchain side of things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the wholesaling piece, do you? So you get something under contract. How does it work? Do you sell it? You you go and put it on the market yourself right after, and then, or do you have the capital to buy it and then put it in the market? How does that work? Yeah, so we've um, we haven't done uh, many of those close and and relist deals. Uh, I've only done maybe two of them. Um, it's just more difficult, more closing costs. You know, longer time frame. Uh, you're you're taking on more responsibility. Um, mm -hmm. And the the way that we're doing it now is, as we move into this beta testing phase for our marketplace those deals that are under contract are tokenized and put on our marketplace and sold there. I see. I see. Yeah. So tell us, tell us a little more about that. So you're trying to create a um, type of DAO, right? A decentralized autonomous organization that, mm -hmm. that, that will you know, like, tell, yeah, let us into the, it's, it's part of the Cardano blockchain. Uh, so yep. yeah, tell us a little more, man. I'm super excited. Yeah. Um, it, so it, it's a, uh, the, the DAO aspect of it is more the, the later um, part of it, right? Because that really what the DAO has to do with is the governance side of it, which is really like the final phase once everything is in place, operational, um, then we kind of essentially hand the keys over to the community. And that's when the, the governance uh, model comes into play, creating the DAO. So as of right now, you're, you know, we're an LLC and we are building this platform to then transition into a DAO down the road. Um, the way it works, though, is that the DAO is basically consistent of... Um, Four main parts, which is our stake pool. So we have a Cardano stake pool, which for everybody that isn't, you know, really into crypto, I've always described um, a stake pool as like a community savings account, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. you're, you're taking your crypto, you're putting it into a, uh, a small node on the network, which allows the, the network to grow. Um, and with that, you re receive three to 5% compounding rewards um, for being a part of, of the network growth and stability. So gotcha. um, we have so a state pool. Mm -hmm. So you're funding your projects with that, uh, rewarding your community by giving them, is that a Cardano token or is it a separate token in the Cardano? Uh, so the stake pool is for uh, ADA, so Card Cardano's native currency. Um, we we are not. It, it gives out ADA rewards, not chosen, um, just yet. Um, That's fine. Yeah. We are not actually using the stake pool to use. We're not using that funds for any real estate um, uh, operations or flips or anything. Gotcha. Um, that money is, is more or less just to grow the network and to create a stable investment, um, platform 
point, yeah, point platform for our, our users. Um, we just want to create like, you know, a stable node on the network. We have a, um, uh, so we, we want to just create that, that community savings account. That's, that's really all that's for. Gotcha. Um, and then it is built with a 1% margin, which um, state pools basically operate on. They have a fixed cost. So with every time a block is minted, uh, ADA is given to that pool. And then a set portion of that is the fixed cost. And that goes to the state pool operations. And then there's what's called a margin, which is ours is 1%. So 1% of those rewards given to the pool is typically used as profit for the stake pool operator, where we are actually using that to um, combine with our, our other community campaign, Team Tees. Uh, mm -hmm. And with those two things, we'll be renovating or purchasing, renovating, and donating a house. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's pretty cool. So... Yeah. Um, the the uh the the pool of money so the 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 investment that that people will make and eventually you said that ultimately that's going to lead to the the dao being formed or the decentralized autonomous organization so you're you're saying that this pool of funds or these investors or this community will later decide what happens with the company and with the future of is that is that correct am i understanding it correctly yeah um so i i started with the safe pool because the safe pool is kind of the 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 least involved actually um yes our delegators will by holding chosen coins uh they will be able to vote on dow governance um so help make decisions when it comes to what properties are being put on the platform um, and tokenize what flips are being done, um, parameter changes to the, the structure of the DAO, you know, period. Um, gotcha. But I started, I started with the state pool just because that's a state pool is, uh, you know, it's not necessarily needed in, in this whole operation. Like I said, we're not using the funds from that. Um, really, the more important aspects of the, the DAO structure are the marketplace and the treasury. So gotcha. the, the marketplace is where we um, tokenize and list our, our properties or our deals. Um, so initially the, the phase that we're moving into right now is the um, phase one for our DFA tokens, which are our deals for assignment. So that's where that wholesaling comes into play. Um, we acquire gotcha. deals, we verify them, we go through all of the due diligence and put together a package for our investors, um, tokenize it and put it on our on our marketplace. That's so interesting. So not to put you on the spot here, but if yeah. I am an investor, what uh, would you tell me? Why should I put my money in chosen homes, the pooled funds? Um, give me a, your, your 30 seconds. <laughs> The or sales pitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So first of all, if you're trying to support chosen and what we have going on, yes, the state pool is one way to do so. Um, but truthfully, like if I'm giving you a sales pitch, I, I, I'm talking more about the actual chosen coins and um, 
moving in that direction. Gotcha. So the, the sales pitch is we're, we're creating a bridge for real estate to be put on the blockchain um, in a decentralized manner. Uh, <laughs> and helping, and helping, uh, no, I mean, not, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to find the benefits of everything that you told me. And one of them is you're trying to build communities, right? You're trying to build home for people that may not have the means, right? To get right. there. Uh, and, and that's that's great, right? Uh, you 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 can't. I'm sure you can. You can find lots of people that want to do the same, and especially with housing costs these days, um, it, it it makes sense that a lot of people need need a lot of help. Uh, but the future yeah. of real estate, I think, it's super exciting, man. And um, I think getting ahead of it like you are in this manner uh it's it it's gonna like you know make you be at the top of the pack or leading leading this because uh you know you'll have like three d printed homes and like people do not give away our it. secrets yeah <laughs> giving away the secrets <laughs> <laughs> but but it's it's like i talk to a lot of like wholesalers and like uh new construction folks and developers And they yeah. don't believe in crypto. They don't believe in this technology. And I think they will come to find out kind of like with social media, right? That, that people missed mm -hmm. out, including myself, right? We started very late Same. in the game. Uh, it, it's like, it's the future because people that use it wisely, people that use it in a positive way to make an impact, those will be the leaders of, of the industries. And I, I applaud yeah. you for, for doing this. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. So I, I do want to double down and give you some real benefits. So with the marketplace, our, our phase one is one, it's, it's simplifying wholesalers jobs. So our launch pad, our, our REI success launch pad, is a uh, nft token pass you you purchase the pass you hold that pass it gives you access to all of these you know we have a weekly meetup you get discounted marketing um training all the contracts everything needed basically i, I hold people's hands and get them to their first deal and then they are it's it's a closed group of 100 investors that all help each other um learn the, the their market and and become successful in real estate investing starting with wholesaling gotcha. so not just those benefits but you're cutting off the entire second half of a wholesaler's job they no longer have to sell their deal so gotcha. now once their deal is approved it just goes on to the marketplace and so we're we're saving time and money there as well as helping them learn real estate investing And then on the, on the second side of that, as a, as a buyer or an investor flipper, they no longer have to do all of the due diligence. So we're cutting off the front half of their job because now they can go onto our marketplace and they know that the title search has already been done. All of the documentation that is needed is there. The, the house is ready to be purchased. All they have to do is sign the assignment contract and give that to the attorney, bring the funds and close. 
And that's just phase one. Like our phase two of the marketplace, our flip tokens, that is going to allow for people that aren't in real estate at all to benefit and earn from real estate investing by crowdsourcing funds um, in a way where they are completely hands off. Gotcha. Um, and then phase three, I, I don't want to dive too, too far into this, but we definitely need to talk more because you're on the mortgage lending side of things. Um, so I know you'll be very interested in this. Uh, we are developing a, um, our phase three, a way to sell homes directly from the marketplace on our own lending terms. That's amazing. Um, so, so we should be able to help homeowners that struggle to get qualified for mortgage. Um, you know, people with low credit scores or just, you know, uh, debts that they can't, you know, uh, that they can't get off their record, whatever the case may be. Um, so one, one thing, one thing about the lending portion of it is if it's a, if it's a primary residence, I think that's Mm -hmm. where we need more regulation because right now, if anything is you're, you're lending to a primary residence, you're probably going to get into the, the Truth and Lending Act and qualified mortgage uh, rules, mm-hmm. which will um, which you have like obligations by the federal government to, to yep. oblige by compliance stuff, which I think it's, it's kind of vague in the crypto world, right? Right. However... Right. For investments, I think it's a it's a totally different ball game or commercial. It's a to- totally different ball game where it's less regulated, and you can do much more, much quickly, probably without breaking the rules, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, be- because you, you're you're not you're not a- obliged to give certain compliance documents, and uh, not not you know you're you're. Commercial lending, it's it's much, uh, it's less uh, not regulated, but you know, after two thousand and eight, the government put a lot of rules to protect the consumers. Right. But those those things do not apply to commercial lending, business lending, and and investment properties. Uh, so it right. it will be interesting to see how this all starts working. But yeah, I mean, in the blockchain, you're going to see lending done in minutes instead of, I'm right. so excited. Right. No, it's, it's going to be beautiful. And I, I definitely want to hear some of your input. When we get closer, um, I don't want to jump the gun and, yeah. and talk too much about our, the, the lending side because um, it's, you know, it's still in its infant stages. Uh, but as we move through phase two of the marketplace and we start, you know, breaking down the barrier to entry for, um, for investors uh, and we, we build up the treasury balance uh, to the point where we can move into the phase three, then I definitely want to have a conversation and pick your brain a little bit. Would love to. Yeah, would love to. Uh, how many people you got on your team now? So on the actual chosen team, we have eight. And launchpad passes, we have sold eight. So we've, we've got, um, we are in Boston, uh, Phoenix, Dallas, uh, Indiana, Oklahoma City, and Virginia. Good for you. Quickly, what are you doing to market 
the project? We have, uh, yeah, we, we have been slow playing the marketing as of right now. We have had uh, quite a few problems with uh, our, our developer on the, just the front facing like web two side, which is crazy because we're making more progress on the like blockchain web development, two. which is way harder. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've struggled with that. Um, so we've been kind of slow playing the marketing. Um, but now that we're, we're getting there, we're doing social, we're doing, so we're on Instagram. We have a discord that we would love people to join. Um, yeah, I'll Twitter, join yours. Facebook. Yeah, absolutely. I'll have to, uh, I'll have to drop the link for you. Yep. Yeah. Uh, please do. What else? Uh, we want to get back into YouTube. I've, I've had a failed YouTube career multiple times. Me too, uh, Me too man. <laughs> Me too. It's tough. I, it is so I, tough. You know what I realized yesterday? It's you can schedule posts on YouTube. And most of these platforms don't let you schedule, right? It's like I'm trying to post these podcasts on my YouTube channel. And personally, I have so much content because I'm on Instagram and all the other uh, platforms, TikTok. I'm like, I Mm -hmm. could post all my TikToks as YouTube shorts and probably schedule them for the next month, two months. And, but it, it's like, you, you, you don't think, and when you're a team of one, like, like me right now, I don't have like a social media person, you know, like if anyone listening and uh, is interested in co-managing this podcast, reach out to <laughs> me. Eight five seven two three four one one four. Seriously, it's so tough, right? I I I want to, you know, like do so much at, you know, at the same time, you know. Obviously, we have our full time jobs, and you have your wholesaling. I got my my, uh, you know, loan deals with my clients, helping them buy their first homes and investment properties. But it's tough. It's tough managing all of it. Uh, but it YouTube. As someone said recently, YouTube is kind of like the holy grail. If you make it on YouTube and you're getting passive income from YouTube, you've, you've made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're set for life because those videos don't come down and they continue to rack up views. Um, yeah. It, and I've made the mistake of, I don't know what it was, lack of confidence, lack of, uh, you know, being sure of myself or if, whatever the case, but. I, I've taken the videos down that I had in the past. Really? And, wow. But why? You know? So I've had like, I have like 30 videos archived because I started YouTube uh, in, in Virginia when I was just starting wholesaling. So I didn't really know what I was doing. So I wasn't super confident about the information that I was giving. But I wanted to document, you know, where I was, the process but I gave up on that because I didn't feel like I was giving people correct information. So it's, it's a fine line of like documenting where you're at and what you're doing versus you just got to get over the fact that you're going to be wrong sometimes. No. And, and trust me, I, I think if you're going in with the right intentions that you're trying mm-hmm. to provide value and help others, which I know you are there, there's no going wrong, right? And I think guys like us that, that we're trying to do the right thing, 
we'll we'll actually go back and correct ourselves if we've made a mistake on something. And I've done right. that. If I've posted something wrong on my Instagram, I've gone to my stories and and apologized or given the right information. So there's yeah. no there's no shame in that. But and, and, um, and that's a, a big thing. I mean, just being able to do that, to have the uh, the awareness to, you know, to to go back and, hey, sorry, I messed up. You know, here's here's the correct information. I think that also, you know, gives people more reason to to follow along with you and, and keep up with you because they know that, hey, if he if he is wrong or if he does make a mistake, he'll be there to to correct it. So that's exactly. Big. Exactly. Listen, would love to carry this conversation. Uh, I know we're going to do it again, but yeah. where can we follow and support you? Instagram, um, chosen. we're just Chosen Homes on Instagram, Chosen Homes uh, on Twitter. Those are our two most active platforms. Um, and then our Discord. Uh, I don't know how I'll get that to you. Can I send you the the invite link to the discord and then you drop it you can i can drop it i can drop it in the show notes as long as that doesn't change uh yeah yeah i can perfect you can send me your bio and everything and i'll i'll put it there uh thank you man appreciate your time and look forward to hearing more about the project and i'm sure we'll we'll have you on the show again yeah absolutely thanks for having me on man i appreciate it thank you chris Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Your support means so much to me. And one way for you to support me is by following this podcast and liking this episode and also by leaving a review. In addition, don't forget to check out my Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and YouTube at sidrit.veseli for more daily content. If there's anything I can help you with, message me directly on any of my platforms. Thank you and talk to you soon.